you never remember that the wind was really loud when you're at the beach. And that's when we really heard from users that this was a really relatable use case. And that's when we really knew we had something special. Welcome to the Made by Google podcast, where we meet the people who work on the Google products you love. Here's your host, Rashid Finch. Today, we're talking to Lou Silverstein, a senior product manager who works on Pixel Audio, and Lillian Chen, a product manager for the Google Photos experience on Pixel. This is the Made by Google podcast. Lou, Lillian, please tell me about the first time you used Audio Magic Eraser and what you used it for. Lou, maybe we can start with you. Yeah, sure. Thanks. I think the first time like I remember using it was... We were messing around with some of the videos and some of the research work that has been done uh, at Google on removing certain sounds or at least reducing them. And it was on a video that I had of my kids. They were on the beach and it was really windy and kind of the wind was moving back and forth and you could kind of hear them chattering a little bit, the kids, and it reduced the wind so significantly that you could actually hear a little bit of their chatter and, and what they were saying. And so it was a pretty cool moment. It really helped you focus on what was going on in the video as opposed to, you know, if you ever got that like wind noise on your mic kind of thing that's annoying, it was nice to get rid of it. So it was, it was kind of like a, a little delight moment. Amazing. How long ago was it, you think, that you realized that something like this could actually be made into a product? To be honest, like um, when it started, we see a lot or I should say we hear a lot of uh-huh. demos and demonstrations from research. And so it's not always clear actually when something could be taken into a product. But when you start playing with a little bit more and thinking about where it could be applied, then it becomes real. We know in general, right, that noise in any sort of audio or video is not a good thing. And people like to get rid of those distracting noises. So it seemed like a good match between what the needs of our users were and the technology and development that we saw within the research team. I'll ask you the same, Lillian. Tell me about the first time that you used Audio Magic Eraser and sort of where were you when that happened? So I've been working for a few months and we had got some initial results ready for testing. So I was really excited to try it out. I happened to be in New York City for work and I passed by this super busy restaurant that my coworker had highly recommended to me, but it was really loud, just like lots of tourists talking, the kitchen is going. So I just took a little video saying I was in front of her favorite restaurant. And then when I tried Audio Magic Eraser, it worked really well in being able to make my voice message clearer and reduce the sounds of the busy restaurant to just sort of ambiance noise. So Lillian, you're a product manager on Google Photos, but specifically for Pixel. And Lou, you make audio work on Pixel. In fact, we had you on the pod before when we were talking about spatial audio in Pixel Buds Pro. It seems to me that Audio Magic Eraser can only exist because your teams came together. So what is sort of that story of matching up on working on this? Yeah, that is one of the things that's actually really fun at Google is that we have a lot of different teams that we can collaborate with. And the way that these come together, this particular project is sort of prototypical in some ways, is that we search around or shop around within the research teams for different technologies that they're developing. A lot of them obviously today have to do with AI or ML, machine learning. Mm -hmm. So we started with watching some of the demos that the research team had done. And then the product team got interested because it matched with some of the needs that we knew from users. And we put together some demos that we then collaborated with other teams to figure out, well, where should we actually take this to market? It could go in different applications and different experiences. Lillian, I guess maybe Lou's team came up with, hey, we have this technology now that could erase audio. How did you sort of felt that that could benefit Google Photos users? 
something that we were really wanting to do was make 2023 the year of video across Pixel. And that's a strategy that we cared about both on Pixel camera, but even in the Google photo space. So I was keen to look for those types of innovations we could bring to video. So when I first heard about it, I thought it was really interesting. It also relates a lot to what we do for users, which is we take things, how they remember them and make them feel true and authentic to that moment. And you never remember that the wind was really loud when you're at the beach, right? That's not part of what you intend to capture in a video. So I thought this really resonated well with the types of editing and sort of corrective applications of AI that we offer in Google Photos. And one thing about this feature in particular is we really needed to hear from the voice of our user. Sometimes you shop an idea around and depending on who the person is, they might say, I can't think of a video where I needed to edit my audio. And we have to remind them, look, let's actually see what users think. And so Lou and I worked together with different members of our Google Photos user research team, and we put together kind of a little demonstration of what this feature might be like and included it in a round of concept testing. And that's when we really heard from users that this was a really relatable use case where a video would have been perfect except for somebody talking over it or someone in the background or a weird noise went by. And that's when we really knew we had something special. So let's go back to that Chelsea market example. Let's say I have a Pixel 8 or Pixel 8 Pro. What would I do with the recorded video to actually get that audio fixed? What do I got to do in the app? It's pretty simple. First, you go to Google Photos and you tap on the video that you want to edit. Make your way into the editing menu. It's going to be under the audio tab called Audio Eraser. And when the tool loads, what we wanted to do was make something really easy available for the user right away. So we have a button labeled Auto. And so I would start there, just tap auto and see if it creates a better audio experience for your video. And then if we don't get it quite right, or you're someone who likes to kind of have more control, get into the weeds, you're a perfectionist, you can go and tap specific buttons. Like in this case, it could be the crowd noise button and slide it even further down to reduce that background noise even further. Amazing. Well, I love live demos. So I was like, you know, since this is an audio platform in a podcast, we should maybe give that a, a little try. So I was looking through my Google Photos library and I found this video from October 4th, 2016. Now, real Pixel superfans will recognize that date as the launch of the very first Pixel phone. And I was at the launch in London where none other than Craig David was performing. And it was an acoustic performance. And I was filming that with uh, not a Pixel phone, but a Nexus phone. I still had to get my hands on a Pixel phone. Recorded that from the audience. And I, I thought maybe we can play that and see how much of the noise we can maybe clear in that concert with the Audio Magic Eraser. So this is the original. And I'll just at some point slide down the noise. <laughs> Back in. Now we'll make it silent again. I thought that made my video a lot better actually hearing it like that and being able to make out a song like that. And of course, it's annoyance for many people that maybe it's not completely silent during a concert. So Lillian just explained how you use this as a user, but Lou, how do you, for example, use AI to distinguish between the wanted and unwanted sound? So what's happening on my phone in the background is actually what I'm asking. Yeah, there's actually a lot going on in the background. First of all, everything that you process there that we do is done on the phone. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not sent to the cloud or anything. And what we've done there is we have a model or an algorithm, right, that runs 
when the audio you have on that video that you took comes in, first thing is we identify the sounds that are in it. We then separate them all out. In the case of your video, it was a crowd yep. was the noise that was in the background, but we also identified music and speech. And then we allow you to separately control those by separating those sounds out and then giving you the controls for the most prominent noises that are distracting that you probably want to reduce. Now, Lou, I've been told that the algorithm that sort of distinguishes between sound doesn't only use sound to actually do that distinguishing. Is that true? And then what do you add into it? Yeah, that is true. When I mention the algorithm and how it processes the audio, we are looking at the video as well and seeing what types of things are in the video and predicting when those sounds are the focus of the video. So there might be a person in the video and they're sort of front and center and speaking, or there might be some musical instruments in it. We're looking for those clues and you, the algorithm is actually trained kind of like, again, our brain does that the algorithm is replicating that we see something, then we hear it. That's amazing. So you hear someone talking in the video, but they're not in the frame. The algorithm will probably think like, hey, that person is maybe not the focus of the video and it will probably try and, and reduce that sound, something like that. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Lillian, I was wondering, you as the PM for Google Photos, I think a goal of many of the people I spoke to in the Google Photos team is just making sure people can capture better photos and videos and capture their memories without, you know, needing a degree in it to do it properly. So where does audio magic eraser sit in terms of getting to that goal? So I think what we did, we tried to strike a balance where we do have this auto button that's one tap, hopefully does the trick for you. But we also thought it was really novel to have uh, more control and multiple sounds identified. Uh, we decided to limit that to just um, a, a maximum of four and see how that does um, as our first version. See if we've got the balance right, where it gives you the control and the novelty of being able to edit multiple sounds without being overly complicated for our user base, which has definitely appreciated that Google Photos has tried to keep things assistive and simple. Now, Lou, I'm just wondering, what does it feel like for a audio guru like you are to bring such an advanced feature that previously maybe was only available for professionals with a lot of time and effort? What does it feel like to bring something like that to, to the masses as an audio guru? Oh, it's super exciting. Having it kind of exclusive to people who have lots of time and maybe it's part of their profession is one thing, but getting like the general consumer and our Pixel users to be able to experience this is really the fun of it. And it's actually part of the reason that I love working at Google is that we ha have the ability to use some of these special technologies to make it more easy and simple, like Lillian was saying, for everyday users, but they don't have to spend all the time to figure it out. They also don't necessarily need all the extra equipment. All they need is Pixel. So Lillian, you mentioned Pixel 8 2023, the year of honing in on video. It sort of sounds counterintuitive to then come up with a video feature that's focused on audio. So how did that happen and why was that important? I think for audio, I think it's one of those things that you forget how important it is as a part of video until you really hear about people's experiences where there's a perfect video of your kid's first birthday, but then the sound just isn't quite right. What often happens too is someone's talking in it or you're really close to the mic. So the balance isn't right. So if you could, you know, balance the music in the video differently from the speakers in the video, that helps recreate that perfect experience and memory. But I guess my answer is just that I do think audio is a big part of video. And Lou knows that well, since he's worked on audio for a lot of his career. 
but it's one of those things that people almost forget until they they hear it and then they realize how valuable it is. Yeah, a few things that are interesting about audio and video. The first one is that your ears and eyes are kind of like inextricably connected. When you move your eyes, actually your eardrums move. And so we know that the brain processes and perceives things with both audible and visual things. You know, sound makes a video much more emotionally engaging. And this is kind of like going to the movie theater. It's the reason you go for the big surround sound. And so we wanted to focus on making videos more engaging. And a lot of people who share videos want to get that Hollywood-like studio effect of getting rid of the distracting noises and focusing on the topic that they're, they're actually videoing. And so that was one of the reasons that we wanted to really hone in on, on audio. Now, we love to offer the listeners of the Made by Google podcast a top tip with the feature you worked on. So I'm wondering, what would you, as a top tip, give our users when it comes to also capturing great audio on the video that they're recording? There are two tips that I would give with Audio Magic Eraser. One of the tricks you can do is when we recognize uh, different sounds, if you're taking a video of somebody speaking, if you want to hear them better, one trick is, is you can reduce the other sounds and leave the speech alone. So it, it highlights the speech a bit better. It's not perfectly intuitive because if you get three buttons, you know, one of them says speech and, and you can reduce the speech, your natural instinct is probably to reduce it. But if you just leave that alone and reduce the other ones, it actually highlights the, the speech. I think the other one is one of the goals of, of having this feature is that when somebody's recording a video, they don't have to move now to a different location that has less distracting noises. And I think that's a really big advantage and tip that people have naturally like learned, unfortunately, because the technology is not there, they learn to move location when they're shooting a video to get to a quieter spot. But now you can actually do that. Then you can edit it later, which is a nice benefit. Lillian, you mentioned the Chelsea market example. I'm sure there are probably more places where you've experienced that audio magic eraser is really an awesome tool to have on your, on your Pixwade or Pixwade Pro. Any examples of that to add? So one example was I was filming my friend's traditional Nigerian wedding, and there was just music, cheering, clapping, people talking. There was an MC on a mic. It was just lots of things happening, which was really fun. But when you listen to it later, there might be certain parts that you want to kind of balance out to be sound more prominent than others. In that case, I felt like the music and the MC, having that come through more cleanly was more ideal. And so I was able to use Audiometric Eraser to, to help with that video. Amazing. Well, if you as a listener want to try Audio Magic Eraser, you'll find it in the Google Photos app on your Pixel 8 and Pixel 8 Pro. And may all your videos sound just as nice as they look. Lou, Lillian, thank you so much for joining the Made by Google podcast and I hope to have you back some other time. Thanks for having us, Rashid. It's great talking to you. Next time on the Made by Google podcast. There are things that are going on that people don't see. There's a lot of interesting technology, but the most important part is that these things should kind of blend into the background. Thank you for listening to the Made by Google podcast. Don't miss out on new episodes. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts to be the first to listen.